0: You are listening to the Eleventh Hour, a podcast about Rancid. I'm Brad Rose from Foxy Digitalis.
1: and I'm Sam Melanchon from Debacle Records,
0: and we are your hosts. <laughs> anyway, normally, I guess each week we're back to doing this each week. So uh, each week we talk about a Rancid song, sort of. We're on the final, we're on the final stretch here. It's going to be a little different, but this week we are going to talk about, among other things. But the main thing is one of the biggest songs of Rancid's storied career, (laughs) Salvation. So, salvation was, of course, on. Let's go. Came out in June of '94. Written by Tim, produced by Brett Gerwitz, was the song that pretty Makes much a breakout song, yeah, right? It's the, like, it's, this is- it's the one that took them from being this epitaph, you know, like well-known punk band to into like mainstream conversations. Um, yeah, I
1: mean, we're deep into the grunge thing. We're deep into punk rock kind of breaking out into the mainstream post Nirvana. Um, very post Nirvana. Yeah. I mean, we're in 93, 94, and now it's it's going down to the SoCal, and um, Offspring has happened, I believe.
0: Yeah, it was right. is, it's
1: kind of a thing people forget being the most right. important step in all this. Um, was it Offspring were, or Green Day? It was Offspring. Okay, it was Offspring for sure. That that kind of okay. was the most important, and they had the most like grungy sound. you yeah. know what I mean. Like they, they were really, and they they sold so much um, before everybody else. Um, and it's weird to say that because they're such a weird fucking band. But like that first Offspring album really was the thing that did it for bringing stuff down to California and bringing the attention to that those bands because I think they had that dirtier, grimier sound on that record. Um, but anyways uh yeah this was the crossover um uh and this was yeah this was what when i would say this is when rancid started sounding like rancid i was i was sort of listening to this album as a whole and i had the thought even though we've talked about this album a lot um i had the thought that it's almost like a shame that the first rancid album wasn't called something else like they weren't a different band
0: like right because it yeah Like it didn't have just a different, like the out or the band had a different name.
1: Yeah, like like why like like it's such a bummer on some level because it's like that's such a cool accomplishment and if it wasn't just like I kind of wish it was like embrace to, Fugazi and Minor Threat. You know, like like there was a middle band for Ian McKay. You know, that was like half of Fugazi, right? Like it's kind of. Like, Right to Spring and Embrace kind of came together to make, f- like, uh, Fugazi, which makes it a little bit more, uh, like, a trite story, you know, like, like those guys, you know, kind of came coming together as a super group. But, like, that's not really what happened with Rancid, but, like, there is some sort of thing of, like, in a lot of ways, that first record was this pit stop into this other band, and then they really became Rancid on this at record, I think, right. as much as we love that first record, like, we've come around to being like, wow, that first record's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. But is it really
0: a rancid, rancid? I don't know. Like it's hard. Like yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is. It, like sure. I, I guess it depends on it's like who am I
1: to say, but. right? For sure. <laughs> I
0: guess in some ways it depends on who like how you think of you know. I think a lot of people think of rancid as like the core is really is like it's like Tim and Matt. Yeah. For me, it's it's Tim and Matt and Lars. Like without Lars, yeah. it doesn't feel like rancid. And I mean, I don't, yeah. And so you know, I. Obviously, like, and
1: I would, I would think that it's like the, the, the through line between the three bands would have been the Tim. It's like well, it's the Tim, Tim and Matt trio bands, right? Like, right. The, and really, there's Downfall and some other bands in there too, right? Like, but like, like there's kind of this chain of Tim and Matt sticking together, and you see all the bands that they go through, and it kind of does feel like it goes Operation Ivy, Downfall, whatever it actually sounds like. I'm sure I've listened to it a couple times, the like demos, but like, but like, in a way, it's more of a pit stop on the Tim and Matt story. But it isn't exactly the rancid story, if that makes sense.
0: I think, yeah, that I think that makes sense. I don't know. I, it would be really, yeah. It'd be, I mean, obviously, we can't do that. but It would be really interesting I to mean, think of how how that first album was perceived if it had a different name. Yeah, it'd be like. Yeah,
1: it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing. Obviously, who cares? This is this is such a, like a fanboy <laughs> sort of talk. It's what this podcast it, it, is. Come yeah, on. I I mean. no, no, I know. Like, I'm just gonna acknowledge it yeah. when, when we're talking about. It. But. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it is interesting to me, like, for all the, like, kind of, we've been slowly walking away from, like, oh, yeah, Let's Go is part of the perfect group of albums. I think, as a whole, we've been kind of, along the story of this podcast, been kind of walking that back a little bit, going, like, man, it's a good record. It's not part of their perfect run. It's part of the run, but it's not, like, the perfect set. Right. But, like... I would say it is part of, like, the rancid, like, when Rancid found the rancid sound, yeah. it's, it's this record. And I would say it's, you know, the first four songs on this record, you know, and it, and Salvation's part of that, you know.
0: It, yeah, no, I, yeah, completely agree with that. I'm trying to think of, like, what are the first four songs? Nihilism Radio, Sidekick, and Salvation. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially three of those four are in rancid, I mean— if you're ranking all fifty. Them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're probably you could. Well, I don't know if I'd put them all in the top twenty, but I mean, those are three very, very big, very important, very iconic, songs. Yeah.
1: very yeah, very emblematic of the of the time.
0: But and I think uh, good. Well, I was going to say, but it it is. Yeah, I mean, it's. I I still think about this. The how, ha- you know, the first record, like when, yeah, the, it seems very obvious to me. Because I, we, we've we talked about this. I think they are a band that thinks a lot about how, like, the flow and the sequence of a record and the story is trying to tell. And, like, opening with those three, like, those songs, especially, like, with nihilism into radio, into, mm-hmm. so, like, I, to me, I, I, it's just a, it's a very, it's, it's making this statement of, like, no, this is who we are. Like, this is what, yeah. you know, like,
1: And it's also really making the story, like the hagiography, maybe, and maybe real, but also the story of that we all know of Rancid and like him being saved Mm -hmm. by Rancid. Like maybe the first record was him being saved, and that record was much darker and much like him in it. But then this record is very much like him coming above it. Like, Like, and the story of radio saving his life, nihilism as a youth. And then, like salvation, and him sort of having this sort of post, you know, um, AA, you know, NA clarity, you know, like, like uh, of like, what are we doing, you know, and 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 sort of looking at society a little bit more like an addict, right? Looks at society, you know, um, and, and I mean like a um, an addict who's you know dealing with it, right, right, right. Um, like I think that story of. These guys saved me. These are the group of people that saved me. And being in this band saved me. It's like a big part of the Rancid story. And I think that starts here more than it starts in the previous one. Because the previous one, it was almost wallowing in it more. Like he was so close to it still. And I think a lot of when you ask, like, well, why do you know all this stuff about Rancid and about Tim being like that and having this life story? They're getting it from these songs. Right. They're They're really getting it from Let's Go. And salvation being, of course, a nice kind of meta commentary on some of that stuff too, about like you know haves and have-nots, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know when you're sort of trying to do, you know, everybody involved is kind of trying to do a good deed, but from different perspectives. You know what I mean? Um, working for the Salvation Army, and then people giving things to the Salvation Army, and do you you know what does it feel like to receive charity and all these things mm-hmm. and um, Class, classism and all these things. It's for a very short song. It, uh, to shift to talking about the song, it, it's pretty poetic and interesting. Like take on all that stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I think lyrically this is um, this is this is good, Tim. <laughs> I mean, this is yeah. Like, yeah. and it's it. This is where when he he gets into like storyteller mode, but in like I don't know. It, it there's something like. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of great lines in there, a lot of like the phrasing of it. Like, just the, I, I love the, I'm a rat out on a mission in your front yard under suspicion. I still love that. Like, yeah. And, and the way that it's, well, it's very t- it, I mean this is a there's a lot of moments here where it's a good Timberometer of how much you can because he is he is very <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. um <sighs> and he's got his like early rapping thing where you goes like r- there's a part that I right. still go which part of this like I know every lyric to this song but one of the times he delivers the lyric it's like goes by so fast I'm like which part was that like I don't even know like oh the, I, I yeah, like, it the, has to be the I was done on my luck part working for the. I mean that whole artist. that
0: whole verse like yeah,
1: it's like shocking. Like I don't day even know back if everybody can still do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's almost like it's like getting like fast forwarded like on a tape and you're it getting is. like little cuts of it, you know? It's um, Yeah, that's
0: that's a really good description of it. <laughs> but I I, <laughs> like, I I don't know. I think that it's funny, like when I was when we started doing this God what, almost two years ago now. Yeah. Um I was I, well, like, my you know, when I originally had this idea. was like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast about Rancid. We're going to talk about just Let's Go and Out on the Wolves. That's going to be my part. Po- like, we're going to just go through every song, 40 songs, 40 episodes, be good. Um, but then, you know, obviously, came to Soul. But, I, and I think it was maybe, it was, you know, probably some amount of burnout or something, but I was just kind of indifferent about Salvation at that point. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, doing so many other songs, many of them <laughs> being not very good. Um and then getting into this this week I was like shit. This is it's I yeah it was just better than I had remembered or I liked it more than I remembered liking it.
1: Um yeah the the I have sort of two things that are kind of in opposition I I don't really know the order in which to roll them out so let me let me go positive first I guess so okay. coming coming back to this is the thing that happens sometimes with let's go not always with let's go but at certain songs especially the ones that go a little slower mm-hmm. um is a how much of a door to the 90s these feel nihilism especially all the anytime they do these pick slides or they really do right. those wah, bah, like guitar like drum starts um just so <laughs> 90s yes and and I and I kind of go like, what does that mean? I with the pick slide, like we even talked about how it sounded exactly like the Breeders' Cannonball and like you know things like that. Like, um, there's just there's things like what does that really mean? And I, I think the production is really like that. But there's like palm muting on this song, like when it when it starts going, it gets a little like more run 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 mm-hmm. run, run, and it's like I don't think they make that song sound like that. They could write the song, but it wouldn't sound like that. They wouldn't. Play it in that way, three, four, five years later, and much less ten years later, right? Like right. I think it's yeah. really a song of the moment. It sounds like the way production was moving in that time, and the way just it was fun to play guitar in that way. People were starting to be like, "Oh, it's kind of cool to play like this kind of grungier, right? Uh, post-hardcore <laughs> sort of sounding stuff." And this one is like maybe the error version of that, which is why they were <laughs> like, "Oh, there's there's a crossover potential here," right? Yeah, I mean, and so I think. That's really interesting. And what was really interesting about it was how much I might just be identifying for all of Lars's hilarious hating on Fugazi, this song's fucking sounds like a Fugazi. So I've been listening to a live Fugazi, you know how they have the archive, Mm -hmm. like where you can just buy anything they've ever recorded and they record like every show they've ever played. Mm -hmm. Somebody on my timeline, I've never really dove into that, even though I love Fugazi. Somebody was like, "Hey, if you haven't, here's a good one to start with because it sounds great. It's during like peak Fugazi, your favorite time." And there's this Copenhagen. Send me that (laughs)
0: link.
1: (laughs) I will. It was like five bucks, and I'm like, it's like an hour and a half of great peak Fugazi, and I'm like, I'm loving it. Right? Like I've listened to it like ten times. Uh, There's a little banter, you know. They 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 have good banter, you know. Angry and Uh you know, um, and like. I'm just like, it's like listening to the instrument soundtrack or something like that, but more one song, one album all the way, or set all the way through. And it's like, yeah, it just sounds so good, mm-hmm. and I, I'm loving it. And I was really going like, yeah, you know, in on the Killtaker, even Steady Down Nothing, which I don't really listen to, but like, the sound of those records kind of is coming across on Let's Go. And it's like something I would have not, without mm. a lot of distance in my brain you know like at the time yeah i see all the minor differences but with some distance it's like there's a lot of that sound inside of the this moment of rancid and i think That's even by the time you get to out and the wolves which you know took me years to realize is a minor threat reference the cover <laughs> is a minor threat reference if we do want to yeah. talk about the overlap right. it took me years to you know 30 <laughs> years to figure that out uh <laughs> like um for as much Lars wanting to separate himself from that sound and everything, their big crossover has so much of that yeah, Fugazi DC sound in it. That's you very
0: true. No, yeah. No, that's a good call. And it's I, that whole thing, it still cracks me up, The. Oh, yeah.
1: The Lars fucking Fugazi. And like a, Fugazi. Everyone yeah. sounds like Fugazi. Everyone yeah. sound like fucking Elvis. Yeah. It's like, dude, um, Fugazi's
0: like arguably the greatest band of all time, so fuck I off.
1: I know. I could easily say <laughs> yeah. at any one time that is <laughs> the best band that's ever
0: <laughs> been. <laughs> uh, yeah. But like, no, I think I, like that's a, I do think that is a really good... Uh, uh, yeah. That's... Huh.
1: But so my flip thing there, I don't okay. know if there's a lot to like yeah. analyze there. But there's you know that's the flip is the thing that I've noticed since pretty early on that I I was like oh if we ever do salvation, it is weird that it's like double the length of anything else on this record. And then I I for the first time ever, sometime in this last two years, I really went why is it the double length? And they just repeat chorus two. Yeah. Um, we have and that's always been kind of stuck in my craw of like yeah they really just artificially made this longer by, by re- playing that again um we have a couple of voicemails that will even take that a little deeper and I don't want to take those people's um points from them but like that was my take was wow it's wild that they just decided to repeat those like just play those those parts again because i um i, I it seems so bald faced to me and i always read it since noticing that I've always just read that as we have to make this a single and our songs are too short, which is so funny because the lyrical content of this record of this song is like short, even for let's go. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. There's not much there. So, not much there. It's such a perfect little diamond of a song. Yeah. And I wonder what it would feel like if they hadn't tacked on, like there's already a big bridge, which I think has one of the better like Tim solos in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love the feeling of, uh, again, it kind of makes me get given the Fugazi brain, but like, I think uh, it's just so obvious that they increased the length of this, even as somebody, as an outsider to knowing them or asking them this question, I was like, oh wow, they just, they just made it longer. you know. Yeah. And, and I wonder if like with much, that's probably why it could cross over. Like it's probably almost too short to even like get radio play. Like it needs to be a certain length, but like, I wonder if there's like a way to like cut that out and see if it just like works even better as a song. You know what I mean? Like, like they're they're obviously not afraid since then to put out singles and songs and and whole albums that are short, crazy short. And it's like, would you really want that? As is that the I? Obviously they want it because it became the thing that like opened the door after door after door for right. them. But I'm also like ideally is there a version of the song sitting somewhere
0: it's like a minute and a don't half do that, two minutes.
1: and it's a minute and a half minute yeah. 20 and is that actually even more fun to play in in their minds or listen to that's all
0: yeah know. no i think that's i've always wondered that it's it yeah it for a long time it seemed unnecessarily long like it's i mean long I, which is hilarious <laughs> i know I, I you know i put out tracks it, that are 50 can, minutes that, long you, but you like, can feel it yeah you're like, like it oh, just, you're just repeating it right and it it, and I think you know when I was saying earlier how this song had lost a lot of its sort of luster. I think that was part of it was just it felt like it dragged on for no reason, and because it's like <laughs> it when it's yeah if you if you just take off that last it it's just this tight little nugget
1: like and it sounds so good it's just yeah. It, it's a really fun sounding record. It's, 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 it's yeah. To their credit,
0: yeah. it worked. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like what, what are, are, we are we talking know? about? The, um,
1: like, I was probably the first one I heard even before I knew who they were. They were on, you know, I'm lucky enough to grow up in Seattle. So, like, the end was playing a lot of things before anybody else was, you know what I mean? And, like, like I'm sure I heard it before, yeah. and out come the wolves even, when, well before anybody, like, said the word it to me. And it probably sounded great to me because, all that stuff was sounding wild mm-hmm. to me, you know? So like, and it's probably why I like things like Fugazi and like all this these sounds, because that sort of approach to the way, that drier, kind sort of chunkier approach to the way guitars should sound it's, and drums, like yeah. clacky drum, you know, like it's, is in me, I think, because of that period, right, you right, know? Right, 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 So, yeah, I mean, <sighs> yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I certainly think it's an important Rancid song. I don't reach for it though. Do, like, is that?
0: No, I don't either. Where you're, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't. Well, and it's like, I have a a mix that is just like favorite rancid songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, I have this on there because it's like, I, I mean, I think I just added all of Let's Go and all of How Come the Wolves and all like, <laughs> um, it's like the good albums mix. But yeah, yeah, but I find myself skipping this one at least 50% of the time. And it's yeah. just. You know, I think, I, but I don't. I don't think I would do that if it was a minute and a half long. Yeah, like I really don't. But I think we're probably in the minorities.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah.
0: I also think that
1: there's something really great. I, I know we're kind of backtracking back into details, but the one other detail is the sound of Tim's voice. I think probably with Matt too is under there, which is adding to the garbledness of it. But the the what are they even saying the so, uh, what are they saying when they're doing the, uh, the, uh, what are they saying? I f- they feel like they're saying like, uh, I don't even know. Like there's something they like really, they really like rip into in the middle of the song. And I just think it's so good. I don't know. The the vocal performance is just like, he has a really fast thing, but also where he's like lengthening on the, I, I. Uh, I must be on the salvation part. I, I'm just trying to like remember. There was a thing I bumped on, and I was like, "Oh, that's really interesting." But now I can't even, like bring it into my brain. But the 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 vocal performance is I don't know. The the early ranted. They they had a few tricks that they don't have anymore for sure because they don't. Yeah, they haven't you know, yet to have completely abuse their their. Vocal chords. Matt, with, Matt you know. sounds
0: great on Let's Go. I mean, I'm just like <laughs> Black and Blue and Tenderloin, we've talked about. I mean, that's. Uh,
1: I think even that is revisionist history that you think he sounds great on this. I think that's like new for you to say that.
0: I was very positive about Tenderloin when we did that episode. Are you kidding me? I said it was like the best of Matt. Like, it's. Okay. Matt, okay. Matt on those songs versus like. Black derby jacket. Oh,
1: okay, all right. Let's just.
0: And then if we really want you, <laughs> boom! Chacala, chacala. Anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Okay. What should we get into the voicemails and stuff? Because you said somebody had a voicemail about what we were talking about. This is really good. Do we want to? Or am I jumping? Yeah. Am I? I realize that that's not the next thing on our list, but it feels maybe... Well,
1: if you... Uh, I mean, obviously the voicemails are going to be about that, but do think about if there's other stuff you want to talk about with the record. But I do think the voicemail and the feedback is is good. Um, let's listen to Glenn, because the other two are kind of related. Okay. Let's listen to Glenn, the awesome Glenn, uh, give us some feedback on... Uh, just 90s drum sounds and pick slides and how they relate to Rancid. So. Okay. let this one.
2: Hey, guys. This is Glenn with some thoughts on Salvation. Uh First of all, I love this song, and a big part is just the way it sounds. That kick snare opening, and especially the way that the pick slide is so integral to the chorus guitar part of the song. I assume it's Lars on the pick slide. It's kind of hilarious that they use the pick slide every single time after Tim says, uh, come on, baby, let me show you what you got. Gee, I wonder if the pick slide is to Rancid as the tremolo bar is to My Bloody Valentine. Something that's so integral to the sound of the band and it could easily wear out its welcome, but given the musicality of, of sort of the rest of the group, it, it, it really fits and creates kind of a unique texture. Uh, the other thing is just how this song fits into the kind of wider rancid mythos, if you will, of, uh, Tim sort of being down on his luck, this band starting in part to kind of pull him out of a really dark place. And I think uh, this song and, and maybe some others um, in the early catalog are the best part of that. Uh, we of course see the the worst part of that uh, same element in indestructible and so on. Anyway, thanks. Looking forward to wrapping up the show strong.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the <laughs> the big slide is to Rancid that the trouble, as My <laughs> Bloody Valentine is, I love that so much.
1: <laughs> but also, like, remember, like, the pick slide was to the 90s, I feel yeah. like. Like, 90s guitar bands, like, just, they, yeah. they didn't, they, they were, it was like, before they figured out that, like, there's other moves, you know, and there's other t- tones, they were like, well, I, oh, I just need something else. I need some other sound to come out of my guitar, you know, like, I felt like so many.
0: Oh, my shitty punk band, I was doing pick slides, and, yeah. like, uh, I was in a band called the Branch Davidians. Cause that was cool. Yeah. Fuck. And I was the guitarist and I, I was throwing in pick slides. I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but I was throwing in pick slides. Um, yeah. And this was, you know, 93, 94. It was the same period. Um, I think I even had one band. I had another band called wind, which we called it. We were like, what's the stupidest band name we could come up with. Um, (laughs) it was, it was my friend. It was improvised for one. I was on drums. My buddy John was on bass and vocals. That was it. That was the whole thing. And but nice. but there were there were bass pick slides. So oh. it's anyway. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody yeah, will ever hear I, that shit. Sorry.
1: Uh, I I love that. Also, I mean, thanks, Glenn. You know. Yes. Thank like, Glenn. Is, standout, amazing part of yes. the uh, the group here. Um, Always happy when you get involved. Uh, I know. Yeah, and also, yeah, you're calling out, saying it better than I could say it around, like how much this is like a key part of like the the mythos and like how people perceive the Mm -hmm. Tim story. I feel like this is kind of one of the foundational texts, right next to Radio, right next to Rats in the Hallway, right. Like so. (laughs) Um, uh, the Old Testament.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It really is. It's kind of funny
1: how much like that's. That's so important to the Rancid thing. And like, why, I think why people have this weird connection to Tim. And, 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 there's absolutely.
2: There's something
1: about, there's something about that that's probably kind of creepy, right? Like, it's a little bit of like you create your own mythos and that creates this like connection. Uh-huh. And, 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 oh, yeah, that story of Tim, you know, like, and I think that's probably something, you know, there's probably a lot of bands, better bands than Rancid, that have that same thing that if they were not like a more fucked up band, we would be like, oh, that's kind of creepy, but they're probably fine, and we're like, oh, that's fine. But like that sort of relationship that people have to um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: to artists like <laughs> as we've been discovering and discussing can create a lot of weird stuff where, and what a good call out of like, it's the same impulse as the indestructible impulse, right? Like it's the same thing right. of like talking about these people have my back and so I'm going to love them to the end and talking about like, I went through these things with these guys. It's like, yeah, there's a, obviously a flip side where that tips over and becomes awful right. and becomes self-fulfilling creepiness, you know?
0: Yeah, oh, and I mean, that's kind of... And I'm sure there are other examples, but this is a podcast about Rancid. But the fact that we get that so clearly, like both sides of it so clearly across like a career <laughs> yeah, is really interesting because it it's, you know... It, well, and at this point, I mean, and it... And thinking about later Rancid and then, you know, I mean, tr- looking back at this through that, lint, it's like, oh, yeah, this is where, I mean, you can, you can see the tendrils of all that stuff all the way back to the beginning. And it, and like two, three years in feels so much different That I mean, and, and granted, and then like 10 years in or whatever Indestructible was. Um, yeah. There's like. Well, also how that like, like, becomes
1: involved. so important to them. Like, yeah. like. This is why people like us. This is also the w- way everything worked and worked out for me. So, like, I'm gonna cling to it.
0: Well, and I wonder when too. Things get bad
1: again. I mean, like,
0: do you wonder? Because I mean, you're. I, I think you're right. Like, they're, they're like, oh, this is the thing people respond and they and to, like, I don't know. Like, I I wonder how much of that is just. I mean, I don't know that that's the shit I respond to,
1: but well, I don't even mean that. I just mean it worked out for their life, oh. like like. Like this is my coping mechanism—is to yeah, like yeah, double yeah, down yeah. on okay, these people so. around me. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. Also, it's like maybe you're well.
0: reading the situation yeah. wrong, guys. <laughs> if you've been reading, <laughs> you've taken the wrong lessons away from. Um, anyway, yeah, I think that I, I mean, might think, be true for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, but yeah, Glenn, that, thank thank you so much. And yeah, Glenn, like you've been a champ. To, I mean, hope this won't be the last we hear from you and these episodes. And I'm uh, hopeful. Always we'll, oh, insightful. Yeah. And hopefully you'll still be around in the Foxy Digitalis uh, debacle records universe
1: after yeah, this
0: is all gone. For sure. Um,
1: uh, let's go to Nick's voicemail because it's got a great little thing. And I think the Instagram comment is a good follow up. So let's, this is Nick, who is Blastmaster Baker on Instagram, uh, who's always kind of chiming in and being a great piece of, you know, great feedback here and there. So, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Hey guys, it's Nick. Uh, a.k.a. Blastmaster Baker, calling in with a couple quick thoughts on salvation and Let's Go. Uh, first, I want to say, uh, definitely going to miss listening to this podcast. I appreciate all the work you guys have put in. Uh, it's been a joy to listen to, and I will miss it when it's gone. Um, in regards to Let's Go, uh, I would say it is... You know, upper echelon rancid, but not my favorite. I don't think it touches Life Won't Wait or Wolves or 2000, but it's a great record. It's great for what it is, kind of like 90s U.S. street punk. But Salvation is probably one of my least favorite songs on the record, weirdly. Um, I always say, you know, it's a good song, but it was never my favorite. And then I think it was a little played out. And then on Damien Abraham from Fucked Up's podcast, Turned Out a Punk Lars was on there twice, I think, and once revealed that the third verse of of Salvation was just the second verse looped. Like after the bridge, they just ran it back uh, because I think probably Brett Gorowitz wanted to make it a single. And I always thought that was super lame. Um, So anyway, uh, I'm going to go give Salvation another listen and see if I feel differently. But always thought that was kind of lame. Not one of my favorite tracks. I know it's uh, sort of a sacred cow, but that's my two cents. Thanks. See you in the pit.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree with any of that. <laughs> but I mean like that's, I think they like literally no, like yeah, looped it. Like that's fucking bananas. Like
1: like I think it's absurd that we were have like we're 90% of the way there. Like like, oh that's funny that they just play it again. Yeah No, they fucking I, just looped it. Jesus like Jesus
0: cro- What?
1: Uh, which is like no shit they did. Of course they right. did. That's why it feels so obvious and out, like like it stands out to your brain. Like, wow, I just heard this five seconds ago. <laughs> Uh, Fuck like, yeah! Because Rancid, it's hard for Rancid to like. They've got so many little ticks and everything. You know, they don't play things exactly the same every time. Ever. You right. know, they very, so rarely do that. So like, of course, it sounded weird to us. Yeah. Like.
0: God. And that's <laughs> and, and yeah, at one hundred percent, I I fully blame Brett yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know if that's I mean, accurate, their but whatever. For massive success, too. It, you well, know I, mean, I mean, yeah.
0: Like, it's f- again, to be fair, whoever made the call uh, was right. I mean, if that in that yeah, regard, yeah, it's a worse yeah, song, exactly. but it got it. <laughs> They're still going 30 years later. Yeah, no, like,
1: I'm gonna have to listen because to of it again. Course they recorded it and got it pretty far along, and then went, "Ah, oh, shit, it's not. This needs to be longer if it's going to be our single. Right? Let's clip and clip and just run it. But we can. It, it works. It, it you know, Legos pretty well with itself." Let's well, just run it back. And I can totally like,
0: envision a scenario where it's like they, you know, they recorded it and listened, like, and, you know, when they were writing the song, recording the song, they, they had no idea that this was the single. Yeah. And then they listened, they're like, oh shit, we really hit on something here. When they here. recorded
1: it with those really good guitar, like, right. mute, palm mutes and everything, and they were like, whoa, this is sounding really good. And, you know, you they, could
0: tell me, I, I would, I, well, uh, this is just making, but it's like, I, I, I mean, I, I As a musician, I've done this where it's like, I can also imagine where it's like they have this perfect take that's like a minute and a half long or whatever, and then realize, oh shit, this is really good. It needs to be longer. They try to, but they can't recapture the magic. And so so Brett's just like, dude, let's just fucking loop it and it'll, and problem solved. And
1: so it's totally fine. I mean, like, it doesn't sound like a thing in like 2024 at all to me, but like in in 1993, that's kind of wild, yeah. In it for a punk band to do like right, and it probably took him a long time to admit that. I think even though like, yeah, it seems so obvious. Like going back to it, so I think it's really interesting. So Jack commented on Instagram saying, "Have you heard how they played Salvation Live? I love how they dropped the drums and the bass from the final verse, which makes so much sense because they themselves are like, we gotta do something different here because <laughs> they're locked in to." Um, you yeah, know, just just repeating, and so even they are like showing that like we wouldn't have written it this way. We need to do something different. And I just thought that was that's such a really, funny. That is like getting those on the same day were really funny to me because I was like, this is my whole thing with this song. You know, it was it was. That's, I, don't know, I love goofy it. As hell. Oh,
0: it's, that is yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Oh man, huh?
1: So uh, yes. Yeah, well, so and
0: yeah, I think. Um, and I, you know, and I, I, uh, I, and I agree with, um, Nick, like it's not one of my, it's, I understand yeah. why it's one of the sacred cows, but it's like, there are uh, some of the other sacred cows I am fully on board with, but this one, I'm, it's just, like, it's, it's good, it's fine, but, um, it's, uh, it's, I would even not, you know, and for me, like, not even in the top half of my favorite songs on Let's Go, um, so
1: yeah, possibly. I, um, I
0: don't know how about ranking all of them, but um, spe- <laughs> let's do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> here. We go. <laughs> well, okay. Others. So I don't know about talking about other songs. Like I, I think Seven Years Down is a great song. I do want to put you on the spot, and I haven't thought about this either. Oh. Okay. Um, what is what is the best song on Let's Go? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think I do know what it is. Well, I mean, or what I, I think it is. My favorite, whatever you want, however you want to frame I it. I think but. the.
1: I think there's better songs. And and what's what's interesting, when I was just listening to um I was just listening through it again today. Um, I was shocked again how much I like Harry Bridges and just how much that sticks in my mind as a weird, dark, mm-hmm. kind of tortured song and beautiful like talking about the 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 vocal take is so different. Um I think I would be lying to the whole of my life if I didn't say radio, because radio was so important to me. It isn't today important to me in the way that it was, but, like, a good part of my life, if you said, what's your favorite song, I would say radio. So, like, or important song to you. What's a very important song to you? And so, with it being on this album, I think I would have to say that just kind of, like, as a... I don't think it's the best song, but I, I, I gotta, like... Put some amount of lip service towards that one. You know what I mean? Like no, uh, yeah. I think that
0: like i f- I think I would I feel the same way about nihilism. Um yeah. just because it was like the first thing I heard and it I still I, still, like, I think
1: nihilism's a better song probably because it's got too. some interesting like texture, like up and down. Like they're both kind of doing similar things, but like yeah. nihilism's got a lot more like I don't know, there's more going on in it. Like yeah. radio's there's like more kind there. of a one trip yeah. pony. Yeah. You know, but like again when you're like a 12 year old and you're listening you're like this is the best thing ever and like you're just right like, like it can get a little but i don't actually yeah again like there's some stuff in the back half of this record i think seven years down i think harry bridges i think
0: i think um those two stand out to me i also think Burn is up there.
1: Yeah, Burn is great. Burn made some of the like, ones we've picked out. You yeah, know, to, I mean to listen to have been really good. Yeah,
0: I think. I mean, Seven Years Down too is so, like you know, we've talked about how they always they seem to end albums released for some period like on this high, really high high, and like Seven Years Down is just a. I mean, it's a it's a perfect album closer. Because it just leaves you on yeah, like it, it leaves so you good. wanting so much more. You're like, and because I feel like too, because you know, we've talked about like Let's Go is very it's the same thing. It's very samey. It's just samey But just Seven like, Years Down like has a little song. more. And so it kind of yeah. I I I was listening to it like before we got on here, and it's just like, oh man, yeah, like where like, I want more of that. And then yeah. I mean it's like, okay, well I'll just listen, to outcome the wolves. And I mean, not that it's, you know, but I mean I think it it like hints at something more. And uh but I think I think of like I think nihilism was the most important I think yeah I it's either Burner or Harry bridges for me those are the two
1: those are both really good I would also call out I am the one and gave it away as just like I think those choruses are really mm. like the the like the hooks in them one of them is not even a hook like a chorus really on I am the one but um they 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 kind of burrow in your brain a little bit, you know, like when you're kind of flipping yeah. through the album, you're like, oh, I love if, that part. If you we're know? talking
0: like really specific, weird moments, I really love the drums, particularly the snare on Ghetto Box, because I just like.
1: I, I'm i going to have to go do it. I'm going to go do the rude like, thing of like, i got like, to listen There's it.
0: all these like little rolls that are really snap, Like, you know, we, we became. Oh, big, yeah, yeah. The second like, I got in there
1: like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I, you yes, know
1: Yes, yes, you're right. Oh, and
0: that song's yeah, that song's so fucking good, and it's got the matte part comes in near the end. It's like, funny. He does that weird like like sitting yeah. here and having this. It's like I like again. I don't think I still think you know. There's the three the three tens. Yeah. I think and and we've I think throughout this podcast we've had this sort of like we start like we started it like oh let's goes up there with the bed then it kind of really yeah. fell off and. I think it's higher than I like. It's, yeah, I don't know. Like, just having this conversation, like all these moments, it's just, it gets, it does get a little samey. So, I think that's, um, it does.
1: I mean, it's, there's a lot to like, and it's really bu- built into like the DNA of Rancid. And it, again, it's the first time they started sounding like Rancid, like yeah. truly like Rancid. But, like, I, I, it's hard for me to say that it's much more than that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's so good. Because Rancid, at their peak, were really good, and like, <laughs> right. like, right. But like, I don't think it holds a candle to the other three. No, I, I just don't think it does. And I think people who people always are like, I love it's. It's a great record to have
0: on. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Oh, it's <clears throat> when I'm, you know, uh, I, so I music I put when I need to like, cr- like I don't know, like crank through like emails or yes. like if I'm editing something and I need. Uh, this is the rancid album. I would put it normally. I would put on the Pop yes. Ivy album, but this is like the rancid out, al- like more than yes. Because Outcome the wolves, like I know that one better, but it pulls me in more. Whereas this one is, yeah. and this one is just for the most part like a hundred miles an just hour. Like
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like go 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 go. Yeah, and it's really good. Like for people who who talk about, it, they love it. They love it because they're they're driving to it or they're skating to it, and yeah. they have all these memories of that but it doesn't have the emotional besides radio and maybe nihilism or something it doesn't have the emotional resonance of
0: any the, of those the other three. Three that come after for sure. Yeah. No.
1: I was going to say alcohol but even the other two yeah. are more emotionally resonant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like and so I I think this was before it's almost like you know how a comedian early like there's always that first record from a comedian or the first time you see him where you're like wow this person's going to be really funny once they have a life. Mhm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Tim had had a life, but it was like a one note thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, okay. I was like, cool. I want to see more of you. Like, give me more like, like getting, probably getting the feedback of salvation seven years down mm-hmm. and radio and all these things made him go, Ooh, I should make a more multifaceted record. Ooh, right. we can go ska a little bit. Like, like, yeah, I want to show people more of who I am. And that got us to, I don't the wolves. And that's like this whole other thing. Right. Like, I think I think it's such a it's like right before the great record, you know what I mean? And and so it's and again, because it's so one note, you can put it on and I think those first two records are like like I said like you're saying, like if you want to get something done, I almost yeah. would put those first two records on before I'd put anything else and on. And in some
0: ways I would almost say that like Let's Go is the most fun record. Yeah. And I can see that. And and that's I mean, and that is a um that's a not a bad thing to be, so um, no,
1: well, and it's the most '90s sounding yeah, record to me. Absolutely, it sounds the most '90s by far. Absolutely. Like, if you want to pick what '90, '93, '94 sounded like let's to me, on, let's go. <laughs> let's go sounds a yeah. lot like both punk, both like SoCal punk and like DC and Seattle, yeah. and like it sounds like a lot of things at the same time. It really it's does. like really in between in a way. Rancid would never come back to right.
0: Yeah, yep. So, yeah, totally agree. Well, I think um I think that's good. I think we can leave. Yeah, what's good? I going think there. so too. Um, okay, so by the time you hear this, we'll have already recorded next week's episode. So you can, if you have thoughts on um, silencers, you can send it in. Throw it in our mailbag. Yeah, you can send it for our mailbag. So we, before we record it, we when we did our episode, I don't know about a month ago, we told you like, here's the first four episodes. We're going to record them quick, and not quick, but like in a short period of time. So get your stuff in. Uh, So we're going to reveal the last three now so that you can start, since we haven't recorded those, and you can get your your voicemails, your emails, your comments in for that. So um, after we get through the next three, which will be the Silences episode, the 2000 episode, and the Life Won't Wait episode, I believe, Mm -hmm. you can probably guess what's next. But it's the Outcome of the Wolves episode because we never did Ruby, We never did Time Bomb. So those are going to be the big focuses, but it's going to be our... Kind of like we just did here with with let's go. We're gonna ra- we're gonna mostly wrap up. Outcome the wolves. Which there's a that's there's a lot, um, but especially get us your ruby and time bomb thoughts because there's there's a lot there's a lot of meat on that bone. Um,
1: Yeah, probably gonna be long. Yeah,
0: and then after that, speaking of being long, is gonna be we're gonna do big blowout mailbags. So, anything that you want to talk about, ask about, rancid, not rancid at all, like if you want to talk about other music or other not even shit to do with music, you want to ask us or make fun of us. Yeah, whatever you want (laughs) to do, like get it in. We want to have this ridiculous, epic mailbag episode, so start getting that stuff in and then there's only one way to end this podcast. Like this is the most obvious ever, but our final episode will then be journey to the end of the East Bay. Cause so, you know, yep. Uh, And, and, uh, yeah, so that's going to be it. And love all the feedback we've been getting for all these episodes. Keep it coming. Keep the mailbag stuff coming. Um,
1: yeah, we've already been getting some good response, but keep it going. Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: there we you got time. So, um you can find us on Instagram at RancidPod and go to the link tree that's in our show notes or on Instagram if you want to send in a voicemail or send an email. Uh, lots of ways to yell at us. And yeah, this has been fun. So keep it coming. See you in the pit.